Hello, thank you so much for tuning in today. You're listening to Westside Ministry San Diego with me, Ginger Cancino. It is an honor and a privilege to come to you this day and, and to give the Word of God as it's laid upon my heart. God is so good. He is so righteous. He is so wonderful, loving, and merciful. And no matter what you're going through today, He is there. He will never leave you nor forsake you, but He will always, always be with you. You know, sometimes when we go through trials and tribulations, we forget that. I've been going through something for quite a while now. Some days I'm up and some days I am down, but I know that God is there with me through it all. Even though at times it doesn't feel like I have anyone on this earth, but I have God all the time. And I'm so thankful that God does not leave us in our distress. God does not forsake us and say, hey, you're going to deal with this on your own. You know, people are human and they're going to hurt us. They're going to mock us. They're going to ridicule us. They're not going to be there when we need them. It's just the facts of life. But God will never leave us. In the darkest moments of our lives, His light shines. If we'll only go to Him in prayer, if we'll only seek His face, His light will shine for us to see in darkness. If you've ever been in a place where it is completely dark, you can't even see your hand in front of your face. I have been in places like that where it is so dark there is no light to be seen and I am putting my hand in front of my face and I cannot see it because the room that I'm in is so dark. I've done this a few times especially when I was younger try to feel around the room and you know just playing around and stuff being a kid but when I think about people who are sinners who are non-believers I think about them being in that room where they cannot see any light their emotions will deceive them the things that they are feeling when they walk around the room unable to see anything will deceive them they may think it's a chair when it's a couch they may think it's a a, a bookcase when it's a nightstand when I think about people who are without Christ that is what I think that's how I envision people and I was there one time myself well a couple times I turned my back on God a couple times before I became a minister in 2016 and just completely devoted my life to him I was very young and and just didn't think about God, didn't put Him first, didn't, didn't think that I needed Him. And throughout my life, I have been through situations and I have been through things that I would not wish on anyone. But I'm thankful 
that he opened the door to that dark room that I was in and he allowed his light to shine into my life. When we become children of God, we change. We don't stay the same. We change. We cannot accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior and still do the worldly things that we did. You'll feel convicted by the Holy Spirit. You'll feel like, oh, I shouldn't be watching that. Oh, I shouldn't go to this place. I shouldn't hang around with these people because they're trying to drag me back into the world. That's the Holy Spirit. Don't ignore that. Don't ignore the Holy Spirit trying to bring you into the presence and knowledge of Jesus Christ. Know that the Holy Spirit is there to lead and to guide us into all truth, into the path that God would have us to be in. He is there to guide us into what the Father would have us to do. Don't fight that. Listen to that unction in your heart. Listen to that pit of your stomach feeling that I shouldn't be doing this. I shouldn't be saying this. I shouldn't be going here or there. Because the Holy Spirit will work in our lives if we will give in to Him. Now, if we continuously push Him away and say, mm, I'm still going to that place or I'm still hanging out with those people. And we keep pushing Him away and pushing Him away, eventually He will stop convicting us and then we're in big trouble big trouble don't get to that place don't get to that area because that's when we can backslide on Christ there are several places in the Bible where Jesus where God tell God told Moses that he would blot out the children of Israel from the book of life. And the Bible says that if our name is not written in the book of life, we're not going to heaven. Moses told God, no, 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 don't blot them out. Blot me out. It's in Exodus. I'm not sure exactly where you can always Google uh, blotted out of the book of life scriptures and, and it'll come up on Google. But Moses is like, no, 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 don't, don't blot them out. Blot me out if you have to blot someone out. Blot me out. And God says, anyone who is against me, I'll blot out. So we can lose our salvation. We can be blotted out. Blotted means to be erased, which means their name is in the book of life. But God can go back and erase them from the book of life. Don't stop serving God. Don't stop listening to the Holy Spirit when He is telling you to do something. Or He's telling you to stop doing something. Don't stop listening to the Holy Spirit. 
Psalms 69 verse 28 says, May they be blotted out of the book of life and not be listed with the righteous. Verse 27 before that says, Charge them with crime upon crime. Do not let them share in your salvation. May they be blotted out of the book of life and not be listed with the righteous. Those words are a bit frightening because there were people that were written in the book of life that have been blotted out. And it's sad because people that truly served Christ at one time turned their back on Him at some point. Ray Bolts is one. There was a singer from a Christian group. I do not remember the name. or the, It was from Hillsong, but I don't remember his name. He came out publicly and said, I do not believe in God anymore. There are countless others. People that, that we know are of, of in the spotlight and people that we don't know that have turned their back on God. Exodus 32, starting with verse 31. So Moses went back to the Lord and said, Oh, what a great sin these people have committed. They have made themselves gods of gold. But now, please forgive their sin. But if not, then blot me out of the book you have written. The Lord replied to Moses, Whoever has sinned against me, I will blot out of my book. Now go lead the people to the place I spoke of, and my angel will go before you. However, when the time comes for me to punish, I will punish them for their sin. And then the Lord struck the people with a plague because of what they did with the calf Aaron had made. Deuteronomy 29, starting with verse 19. When such a person hears the words of this oath, he invokes a blessing on himself and therefore thinks, I will be safe even though I persist in going my own way. This will bring disaster on the watered land as well as the dry. The Lord will never be willing to forgive him his wrath and zeal will burn against that man. All the curses written in this book will fall upon him and the Lord will blot out his name from under heaven. The Lord will single him out from all the tribes of Israel for disaster according to all the curses of the covenant written in this book of the law. Revelations 3 starting at verse now this is a letter that John wrote to the church in Sardis and I'm going to start with verse 4 yet you have a few people in Sardis who have not soiled their clothes they will walk with me dressed in white for they are worthy he who overcomes will like them be dressed in white I will never blot out his name from the book of life but will acknowledge his name before my father and his angels he who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. Down in the commentary part, it says, blot out his name. 
Clearly, any person who experiences the new birth but later refuses to preserve in faith and to overcome will have his, name, his or her name taken out of the book of life. To have one's name blotted out of the book of life is to lose eternal life itself and to be condemned to the lake of fire in the end. This is what the Spirit says to the churches. And I love how it says in verse 6 of Revelations chapter 3, verse 6, it says, He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. God wants us tuned in with our spiritual ears to be enlightened and have knowledge and discernment and understanding of what He is doing right now in this day and age. Do not be deceived of people that are saying all you have to do is say a prayer to Christ and you can live any way that you want to, but you'll still make it to heaven. Please do not be deceived because that, that teaching will send you to hell. Clearly, the Bible says in several places, in the Old and New Testament that people can be blotted out of the book of life and the Bible says unless our names are in the book of life we will not enter the kingdom of heaven how are our names put into the book of life they are put into this book that God has in heaven by accepting Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. The Bible says there's no other way to God but through the Son, Jesus Christ. We must believe that He is the Son of God, that He was born of a virgin, that He died on the cross for our sins, and He, he rose three days later and is alive in heaven today. And He has gone to prepare a place for us that where He is, we may be also, but we have a free will to choose whether or not we're going to go there or we're going to go to hell. God does not send people to hell. We send ourselves when we reject His Son. Do not reject Jesus Christ. If you're listening to this and you are not a Christian, what have you got to lose? You might be addicted to drugs, pornography, sex, food. You, there are so many addictions out there that people try to do to cause themselves to fill a hole that only Christ can fill. When we were created, we're created in God's image. But to become a child of God, we have to accept Jesus Christ. And when we do, He fills that void that is within us, that we've tried to fill with worldly things. But you just don't feel like that void is gone. That's because it's not gone unless you have Jesus Christ in your heart. You may feel like you don't have a purpose on this earth, that you have no purpose at all. With Jesus Christ, you have a purpose. God has a plan for every person 
that is ever born or ever will be born. He has a purpose for us all. Some are big purposes, some are smaller purposes, but they're all for His glory, honor, and praise and to reach people for His kingdom. We may just have a small community that we are a part of and we help people and we show love and compassion, the character of Christ. Or you may be a big preacher like John Hagee or Perry Stone that's, that millions of people watch. It doesn't matter what God has called us to do. What matters is we do what He's called us to do. He has a plan for your life. If you're listening to this and you do not know Christ, what do you have to lose? All you have to do is ask Him into your heart to be your Lord and Savior, to forgive you of your sins and that you believe in Him and that He is the Son of God and He died on the cross for you. And He died and was resurrected three days later and is alive in heaven today. All you got to do is talk to Him like you would someone that's sitting right beside you. Just say, Dear Jesus, forgive me of my sins. I am a sinner. I need you. Come into my heart. Be my Lord and Savior. Wash me as white as snow. In Jesus' name, amen. If you pray that prayer and you mean it with your whole heart, you are a child of God. Find a good Bible-based church. Get into the church and be active. If you need recommendations of where you're at, of good churches, email me, westsideministries at cox.net, or look me up on Facebook, Westside Ministries San Diego, and message me through there. I will do research and find you a good Bible-based church in your area that you can go to and become a part of. Do not, do not allow Satan to steal what God has for you. Serve Christ. And when you do give your heart to Him, stay faithful. Don't be blotted out of the book of life because we can't give up worldly things. God loves us and He gives us many chances. And we are going to mess up because we're human. We have human emotions. We Sometimes we do and say things that we shouldn't because of you know something going on that day it's not a good day somebody comes up to you you say something and you shouldn't have said it you apologize and and then ask God for forgiveness and you move on we're human we are gonna mess up but don't stop pushing and striving to serve him with your whole heart don't stop putting one foot in front of the other that's what Satan wants the Bible says that he comes to steal kill and destroy but Christ came that we would have life and we would have it more abundantly choose Christ not Satan if you don't choose Christ you are choosing Satan because it's either or there is no in between there is no middle it's either or choose Christ and he will give you purpose he will give you direction 
He will give you the desires of your heart because when you accept him as Lord and Savior, your desires change to be what he has for you. It ceases to be worldly desires. You don't, you don't desire worldly things anymore. Like, like, you know, movies that are, are not, uh, Christian like, um, going places like bars and things that are not Christian like hanging out with people that are not Christians all of that just kind of goes by the wayside and you start developing the character of Christ and he places his desires in your heart so that you will fulfill the destiny that he has for you and he does have a destiny for you Sometimes faith can get really thin. You know, it, it, the Bible says it, it only takes a mustard seed of faith. And sometimes I feel like I don't even have faith the size of a mustard seed. But when I cry out to my Heavenly Father, He is always there. And I know that He loves me. And He loves you too understand once saved always saved is not biblical it's not biblical if you're believing once saved always saved you need to read the Bible because it's not biblical there are people that serve God but then turn from him Judas betrayed Jesus he turned from God. He walked with Jesus. He saw the miracles that Jesus did. He listened to the teachings of Jesus Christ firsthand out of Jesus Christ's mouth. And he still betrayed him. Why? Because he allowed greed to come into his heart and to replace where Jesus once resided. So his name was blotted out of the book of life. In the Bible, it speaks about a lady bringing in an alabaster box full of oil and she begins to, to rub this on Jesus's feet. I'm going to read it out of Matthew 26, starting with verse uh, 7. And she came in, it was expensive perfume, and she poured it on his head, not his feet. I was thinking about um, the lady that was crying and washed Jesus' feet with her tears and dried it with her hair. <laughs> I, can get, I can get things a little mixed up sometimes why it's always good to look it up and read it. Matthew 26, verse, starting with verse 7. A woman came to him with an alabaster jar of very expensive perfume, which she poured on his head as he was reclining at the table. When the disciples saw this, they were indignant. Why this waste, they asked. This perfume could have been sold at a high price and the money given to the poor. Aware of this, Jesus said to them, Why are you bothering this woman? 
She has done a beautiful thing to me. The poor you will always have with you, but you will not always have me. When she poured this perfume on my body, she did it to prepare me for burial. I tell you the truth, wherever this gospel is preached throughout the world, what she has done will also be told in her memory. In John 12, starting with verse 3, it says, Then Mary took about a pint of pure nard, an expensive perfume she poured it on Jesus' feet and wiped his feet with her hair, and the house was filled with the fragrance of the perfume. But one of his disciples, Judas Iscariot, who was later to betray him, objected, Why wasn't this perfume sold and the money given to the poor? It was worth a year's wage. He did not say this because he cared about the poor, but because he was a thief. As keeper of the money bag, he used it to help himself to what was put into it. Verse 7 says, Leave her alone, Jesus replied. It was intended that she should save this perfume for the day of my burial. You will always have the poor among you, but you will not always have me. So this is two accounts, one's in Matthew and one's in John. And the one in John picks out the disciple who says, Why wasn't this perfume sold and the money given to the poor? It was Judas. And he betrayed Jesus because, for 30 pieces of silver, because he was a thief and he was greedy. So his name was blotted out. You would think someone who walked with Christ every day, listened to his teaching, sat at his feet, watched the miracles he did, you would think that someone like that would not allow Satan to come into his heart and to harden it because he loved money more than the Messiah. Do not allow any worldly thing to come between you and God. Life is hard. Sometimes we're on the mountain. Sometimes we're in the valley. Sometimes we do let things separate us from God. But when you realize that you are, get back to God. Get back to Him. Do not allow yourself to stay separated from Him. We may go through periods of time where we allow our feelings to get to us. Depression, anxiety, fear, things that, that try to pull us away from Christ. And we may allow that for a little period of time. But God snaps us out of it. And He gets us back to where we need to be. You know, when we don't feel like praying, when we don't feel like reading, and I go through this just like everybody else does. Just because I'm a preacher doesn't mean that I don't go through things. Sometimes I don't feel like praying. Sometimes I don't feel like reading. And there might be a day here or there that I don't. But I want to always get back to God. Because without Him, I am nothing. And I'll never, ever, ever be anything without Him. Serve Him with your whole heart. Love Him with everything that you have in you. Trust Him to take care of you. Sometimes my trust wavers and doubt tries to come in. We're human. We are tired. Satan tries to wear out the men and women of Christ. But we have to understand. All we have to do is go to the Father. 
So all we have to do is go to the Father, and He's always there, and He always loves us. He's always there for us. This was not the podcast that I had planned on um, recording today. God has moved me in this direction because there are people out there that need to hear this. You are out there and you need to hear this. You need to hear that God loves you. Yes, we do need to live by His statutes, His laws, and His commands. We cannot just say a prayer and then live the way we want to. We have to take up our cross daily and follow Christ. But when you do, you'll never regret it. When you really, truly have a relationship with Him, you'll never regret it. And He can take you places and do things through you that you never, ever thought possible. He has done it for me, and I praise Him, and I thank Him so much for it. And I say, here I am. I'm open and ready for whatever He has for me. And I pray that you'll do the same. This message is for you. God is calling out to you. He loves you. Don't miss heaven. And if you're serving God, but you're on the brink of quitting, you're tired, you're weary, you're, you say you can't do this anymore, don't do it. Get back into your prayer closet. Start praising and worshiping Him. Read the Word. Don't leave Him. Don't have Him blot your name out of the book of life. That will hurt Him. Because He does love us so much. It's so hard to understand and comprehend how much He loves us. But He will blot us out if He has to. But He does not want to. So don't leave God. Email me. Look me up on Facebook, Westside Ministry San Diego. I want to hear from you. Thank you so much for listening. And God bless.